We're recording? Yeah, we are. We wow. are. We are on. This is live. Sick. Because I've got the crazy game and yo, I'm smooth hey, yo. like butter. Like butter. It's like butter. It's like butter. It's like butter, baby. We're on. Welcome back. I usually just cut it. This is the Welcome Back podcast. It's been a while. It's Jay, Bernie, Drew, and is this Jude's debut? Yeah, first time. Welcome, Jude. What up? Welcome, Jude. We're gearing up for an exciting sneaker release of the Air Jordan 1 Top 3. I think this is um, a lot of people's favorite Jordan, perhaps, of the year. Or so far, there's some other heat coming, but thought it'd be a good time to um, find out what everyone's top three Air Jordan moments are. I know the shoe itself celebrates the the top three Jordan ones, correct? It's like yeah. the black, blue, the varsity, and then the black toes. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. We're gonna discuss. Top three Air Jordan moments in celebration of the top three Air Jordan one release. I think it's uh, there's a lot to choose from, a lot of different personalities in the room, and it should get interesting. So, quick fact about me is I grew up a hater of Jordan because you know I was always for the underdog. I'm always about the underdog. Now, you know, as, a, as an adult, you know, obviously I have a grasp on what Jordan did, not only for basketball, but for the footwear culture in general. So I'm not, I'm not a hater anymore, but, you know, growing up, uh, a fan of the Utah Jazz. What? Yes. Wow. Sacrilegious. Yes. Mailman and Mailman. Stockton. Dude. I hated Stockton. I literally, I like, Mailman. my number one moment for, like, Jordan is when he fouled Russell. By pushing him on the leg and taking that last shot to win the game. But that is my number one Jordan moment. He actually cheated and he got away with it and went down in history books. That is not cool. Period. That's my number one I mean. And it's a hater moment, so I just went a little left. That's okay. Listen, plenty of star players that have gotten away with hell from, from, <coughs> from favorite referees. So we'll leave it as it's controversial. I, de- I definitely understand that. I've, I've seen it so many times that. I do question myself. That was a little. That was a little excessive. It's definitely a foul. Fan. It was definitely excessive. Fine, fine. The NBA is boring now, so I'll, I'll, I'd, I'd rather take that. Um, I won't necessarily say. I won't necessarily say this is in any order. But the first one that came into mind, <laughs> the first one that came into mind was uh, Michael Jordan being featured in Michael Jackson's Jam video. Them just, them just fucking around. I mean, the the video is so simple. I it's probably one of the more underrated songs, honestly. That that shit has a dope beat. Um, that just seemed like two of the greats two, in the world. Yeah, like, two of the greatest just doing, being very candid. But like, at the time when you're a kid, like you don't realize that they like they're friends. You know? Yeah, 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 and yeah, you just put them in a room, and you know, it, it's like so funny to see like you know them also being put in like a you know like a almost like a vulnerable state because jordan can't dance for shit and he's trying to do like he's trying to do like the toe 
like the tiptoe freeze and then trying to do spins and stuff and grabbing the crotch and then and then Michael Jackson can't can barely dribble, you know? Now, now I just want to bring a point. Now, you know, this might be off topic, but is Michael Jackson the original Drake? Because, <laughs> Why? Because he had Michael Jordan in the video and he also had uh, my man, uh, what's his, fucking, his name from, uh, from Lakers, uh, Magic. Magic. <laughs> is he the original Drake? Is he the early Drake? And he's and and he's like a soft. The fanboy? He's like the a soft fanboy? Yes. Is right. he that guy? And he can't dance and he didn't do Thriller? No. No. <laughs> <laughs> what are you talking about? Like, no disrespect to Drake. He, there's no rock with you. There's like, obviously, like oh, he oh, might God. be the original fanboy. Oh. Alright, back to the topic though. <coughs> wow. Jam video. If you don't know it, YouTube it. It's a good one. I feel like there's like dope remixes of that too. I will I'll jump in with one of mine. Um so I I'm looking at the image, so I guess this was in the nineteen ninety one NBA playoffs, but so I'm gonna I'm gonna piggyback off Jude here and say I actually was a Jordan hater as well. But I'll, I'll, I'll tell you when I turned um, in one of my other moments. But So I was a Jordan hater, but I was also a Knicks hater at some point. I, there was too many times where their team was frustrating me. And like I feel like a lot of the decisions they made were like similar to how they are now. It's just very frustrating. Except then they still had enough uh, characters and talent on the team to be successful. Whereas now it doesn't seem so. Um, I just I don't like the way they're run, but so sometimes I would get pleasure out of watching them lose, even though sometimes I'd be cheering for them as well. So I don't know. It's it's kind of like a love hate relationship with the Knicks. But when Jordan dunked on Ewing and like kind of like all they were all converging to the net, so he he didn't dunk on the entire team, but he really like like let him have it. Oh yeah, I thought that was and I love Patrick. I love Patrick, but it was just. But there's something about like dunking on dudes like that there was just kind of like oh shit you know yeah i mean i don't even it's just disrespectful yeah like the dunk was that that's part of like you know as not a fan of his i just couldn't deny like that that attitude you know what i mean like certain certain players they can just like whatever they can they can take it to a team and just have a really good game against them and make sure that they win the game. But, like, the fact that he, like, does that and, like, really has this moment of where no matter what side you're on, you're left with your jaw on the floor like, oh, oh shit, he just did that. That was one of those moments that really uh, got me. Important. Should I read uh, some some um, other yeah. entries? Guests. from Frank Guest entries. I got... Uh, Let's see. Some people in the Twitter sphere know my friend Mike, aka at DeadstockNYC. Um, I'm going to read all three of his. He writes in that uh, one of the moments is the Jordan and Dominique slam dunk contest, which that was unbelievable uh, going back and forth. He said. Uh, when he won the chip after his father was murdered and when he was playing for the White Sox, I remember a helicopter following him in his Corvette and some kid ran out on the road. What are we talking about? OJ or MJ? Yeah. <laughs> what is this? 
Wait, some kid ran out on the road and MJ slammed on his brace and signed gear for him. I do not remember that moment. What happened? I was not paying attention to baseball. I didn't pay attention um, <laughs> He writes, which was nuts in the 90s. It was like this guy is like the damn president. They have helicopters following him, leaving training. That is crazy. Do you remember that? I, I remember some story about him talking to kids. I know it was a big deal when you played baseball. Yeah. I didn't know that. I don't know. I know that he sucked. I know he sucked too. That's it. That's I all. Know I know I, I went and got that card, like the baseball card. Yeah, I definitely have a couple. It's probably worth something. Maybe. I definitely have a couple. Yeah. Um, the, I mean, Mike saying the Jordan Dominique song, that, that was... Was anyone even in that dunk contest besides those two? Because uh-huh. it, it felt like it was just neck and neck. That's why he yeah. jumped from the free throw line. Yeah. Well, he did it twice yeah, he did against twice. Dominique. Two years in a row, I think he did it. He tried it, at least. So you can't, you can't beat that. You can't beat that. Yeah. Your, your airness. His um, airness. His airness. His airness. I do remember when he won after his father died because he was very, like, he's always emotional, but that was, like, yeah, over-emotional, so. On the floor, that's hugging, a, yeah, yeah, hugging yeah. the trophy. That's a great moment. Yeah. Yeah, I've, gosh, I've seen that image so many times. Yeah. I, it's a little chilling. Like, once he's, once you, right, once you talk about it, you can kind of just see it. Um, Jude, you want to get into your number two, or should I read someone else's? Uh, yeah, I'm going to my number two, uh. One of my favorites is him dunking over Matumbo. Finally dunking over Mount Matumbo. That's a good one. Because uh, going over him, he was like that era is like Shaq, like the great defender in the league. So yeah. Dunking over Matumbo is like crazy. I I will follow up. So far. Okay, so I like that. yeah, and 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 to piggyback off, I, I I just had to do a quick Google check to make sure I'm right, but it it was another something with Matumbo was I think around that time when they were talking shit about whether he can or can't dunk, he can make a free throw with his eyes closed. Oh, yeah, I remember that moment. And he was like, he, like they were kind of going at it, and they're like, yeah, 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 and he's like, watch this, and he closed his eyes. Sick. I think he banks two in, 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 in one foul, but something about Matumbo. <laughs> trying, to, trying to instigate. Yo, I love rest. Matumbo, but at the same time, I would want to shut him down. Yeah, of course. Yeah. If he does the finger wagging like nonsense, oh that that no 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 yeah, yeah. commercial stuff, baby. Yeah. No no no. Yeah, no that's that's a good one. I, I do remember the free throw. <laughs> I forgot he was in a Geico commercial. <laughs> that was one of the best. So one I remember also like since we're on the disrespectful round, um, well that would be two disrespectful ones for me. But in I, I love this video growing up, Michael Jordan's playground. I still have the VHS. I think it's in the Raffle Center store. Um, he explains how he dunked on someone on that on your boys at the Utah Jazz. And when he was walking back up the court, someone said, like, hey, why don't you pick on someone your own size or whatever? So then the next time down the floor, he dunked on like Mark Eaton or one of those like <laughs> tree rock, like, I don't know, 80s, like oversized NBA guys. Like he like dunked right on him and looked at the guy like, what, you know? So that, that too is like, like, why are you even entertaining this man? Like whoever's yelling that, you know? But to me, that's just like, that's the type of competitor he is. And like, you know, I'm not sure what time that was and whether I was, you know, fan of him or not, but like, that's, I just, I just respect that level of, competitiveness yeah. and braggadocio braggadocio that's is that a word 
Do you want me to get into Russ? I, I got Russ's. Yeah, okay. Yeah. You want to hear Russ? Russ also mentions the fourth championship winning after um, his father's death. And it was on Father's Day. That's yes, 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 that. yes. That is really good. Russ is like kind of library. With he stuff. is. Um, he says, the ice bag falling off Jordan during his flu game in the huddle. I remember the game. I, I didn't keep track of whether or not the ice bag was falling <laughs> or not. But Russ seems to remember that. I think he's really just pointing out the flu game. Um, but I could be missing a major image or moment from that. Um, then he also says, game one in the 97 finals. I remember like it was yesterday. He hit the game winner. Yeah. That's Jazz? That was Jazz. That was also Jazz. Yeah, last two finals. I last two, yep. Jazz. Yep. Hated the Jazz. Definitely. <laughs> Thank you, Russ. Those were, those were good. Very good. Everyone familiar with Mr. Throwback? He's got a great shop, East Village, vintage gear, um, amazing jerseys, and other sports memorabilia. Um, huge, huge Jordan guy, too. He's got, he's got some rare pairs, some OG stuff. Um, really a lot of nostalgic things um, that you probably remember from your childhood that when you walk into a store you're like oh shit they got that um, he mentions which I'm surprised didn't come up sooner 1989 Jordan over Elo the commentator yeah. screaming bulls win bulls win he did that that crazy jump the jump yeah fist pump the fist pump yep thing. Um, 1991 oh I do remember this he said they call it the move, the right to left layup against the magic. Yeah, yeah, that's like, was it Jordan Five? It was Jordan Five, I think. Yeah, I don't know how it's like signature is, but it's it's such an. It's like, up there. It's a yeah, it's a visual you can't. Yeah. Um. Wait, this guy, this guy has four movements. Okay, he get he gets an extra one. He wrote 1997 extra. Oh, this is the extra moment. Flu game score with 38 points. 1992. I'm gonna say his moment as my number one moment as well. Um, it's the shrug against Portland. And here's 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 the deal. As I was saying, Jordan hater. I was a Clyde Drexler fan. So now they meet in the finals. So now my hatred is at an all time high. And when I'm arguing with you know, these bandwagon Bulls fans that are on my bus and on my lunch table, all that stuff. My only real argument was just like, oh, yeah, well, Clyde can hit threes. You know what I mean? Clyde is better from outside. Clyde is in the three-point contest and the dunk contest. Jordan is more one-dimensional, et cetera, et cetera. Completely wrong on that anyway, but I was defending. And Jordan is aware of this criticism and obviously, um, you know, I guess sensitive to it. So he just comes out game one, and I'm pretty sure it was in the first quarter, if not the first half, and it's just draining threes on Portland like nothing. Uh, I'm really hoping... This is the first time I'm I'm really, really, really into it. Um, you know, like, I think the Blazers had already met the Pistons, but, like, against the Bulls, I had a little more at stake here because of all the Jordan people I was surrounded by. And, um, you know, all I'm hoping for is the... Like obviously the opposite for Clyde to show that his his outside game is is more dominant and Jordan completely embarrasses everybody that talked that shit and gives this 
obnoxious shrug to everybody that like at that point I just it's like I submitted I, t I just tapped out you know I was in the Cobra Clutch and I'm just like alright fine man you're just the greatest you know and, and like from that point on I, I really couldn't the, like the hatred just wasn't as strong it just it just faded and faded because I, I don't know anyone that can do that again I, I think I keep pointing out like level of competitiveness is just I don't know that's it's it's life lessons I feel like you know that's someone you really gotta look up to and see how he approaches adversity or criticism in his life, you know? And even if it was at the hands of my beloved uh, Rip City Blazers. But yeah, that that's my number one Jordan moment. Rip City. Um, so my, like, number one, well, number one is kind of like two moments. And uh, one is, like, him becoming a billionaire, which was kind of crazy because he pretty much did it off of footwear. Uh, which is unheard of for an athlete. Uh, but my real number one moment is kind of corny, so forgive me. But him receiving the Medal of Freedom from President Obama yesterday. That was pretty dope. He got it yesterday? Yeah. yeah. Why yesterday? Because uh, that's when they that, got it. Yeah, it was like they did like a full ceremony of, of, of all the recipients, which, by the way, I feel like it was like Weird. a star-studded. Like Tom this year, it was a lot of people. It was like Tom, Tom Hanks, Alan DeGeneres. Uh, Kareem Abdul-Jabbar yeah. and Michael Jordan were like the four notable ones. That's awesome. But like Barack was like trying to like throw jabs at at Jordan, like, <laughs> talking about his like his game or some shit. Yeah. <laughs> now, now that he's on his way out of the yeah, he's like I'm gonna talk all this shit right yeah, now. He's not a present. Bernie's just on first name basis. With Barack now. <laughs> like, like, Barack. Yo, man, Barack was going. <laughs> President Obeezy, what's up? <laughs> I was like, Barry? <laughs> Barry. <laughs> Barry. <laughs> um, okay, so we we covered a lot of good ones. And I'll say, can I, can I do an honorable mention? Yeah. I'll do an honorable mention is the most iconic commercial series of any product or, or brand, but the Spike Lee, Morris, uh, Morris oh, Blackman. Yeah. You know, super, super, super iconic, black and white, you know, just Spike Lee doing what he does, talking super shit. <laughs> but then, all I don't know, it's like, it's supposed to be about the Jordans, but it's more of like the shit talking, but then he throws in the Jordan, like, gotta be the shoes, gotta be the shoes, you know? Um, I don't know, I, I mean, I just, I just think like that opened up, a, like almost like a franchise, I mean, it did open up a franchise with like Jordan Retros, which I think is awesome, and that moment can't be replicated. Yeah, it can. It can. And I, I mean, I think there's like so, there's so many other like things that kind of, that lead up to it, that come out of it, you know, is, is Spike Lee as a, a pivotal, pivotal or in like integral basketball fan, if it wasn't for that type of stuff. I don't know, but that's an honorable mention. But I think just being on the topic of Michael Jordan and being nostalgic and remembering all these great moments, I think a big one that speaks volumes of that is the fact that there was rumors about him no longer being in baseball and then appointing a time for a conference. Literally the whole world is all eyes on Michael Jordan taking a mic behind a table and all he has to say is, I'm back, for people to just kind of fucking lose it. And he walks away and that's kind of like an OG, like drop the mic moment and everyone knows what that allude what that alludes to you know he's he's coming back to the game of, of basketball and then you know there's always the questions of like 
is he going to be the same? Is you know, is is he going to, you know, is he going back to the Bulls and all this stuff? And then starts hurting up the Jazz again. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, so tearing things up. Huh? Yeah, but moments it, like that, like that you're mentioning, like that's where I have trouble deciphering whether or not these are just genuine organic moments, and that's why that's what makes them even great. Yeah, and more legendary in our eyes, or were these also like um, intentional and ma- or manufactured and we just know about it more now when it is because we know how things work and we're older or whatever but when you're a kid like these moments were just so monumental yeah you know like huge huge moments and I don't know I, I'm I'm in line with believing that like they weren't as orchestrated and coordinated I don't think he, they he were was just kind of like hey I have to announce shit I'm back I'm you know? back or, yeah or like I, you know, even the the Mars Blackman commercials. That's not like I don't know how intentional that is. That's like, oh, wouldn't it be cool? We had this yeah. character, and he loves Jordan. Yeah, and yeah. He loves she, you know, and he's like a fan, but he he, he like Michael kind of like, you know, suns him. Like it's it's uh, it's amazing. You know? I I have to believe that it can't be that marketed because if you think about it, of who's that big of a superstar athlete prior to him. Yeah, that you could point to. That you can point to and be yeah, like, like, oh, let's do this, that. let's do that. I'm not even talking about basketball because like Everything. it's it's not it's yeah, because it's not like it's not like Dr. J was right. leveraged because yes. of his skill. It, you know, I, I can't I can't even think I can't think of a baseball player. No, he's, he's he's the OG, you know? So I feel like now that we're even questioning when players do certain things or like the, the the controversy of like the announcement and all these things with LeBron like yeah I think those can be manufactured because you see the potential of what it leads to because of someone like Jordan who set the precedent yeah even like I mean I did this was the the this was running in competition with my like dunk over the Utah Jazz disrespectful moment but um, the like just you know I, it's obviously well timed leading up to the release in December, but Space Jam is insane. Like, how, how are we going to get LeBron and Kobe to, like, be in those moments? We just won't. It's not the same. Yeah. And, like, you already had, like, you as a kid already felt like, yo, Jordan hangs out with Bugs Bunny sometimes. You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah. Like, they're boys. And, like, oh, yeah, cool, now they did a movie, or, like, they're on the same team. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. That, that's just, I don't know. I feel like we're we're more privileged for having grown up and seen that and like have that happen to our like imagination and then our reality. Whereas like I, I don't know how kids get that now. I mean that, that's a completely different topic and debate, but unless that's just the that's just Michael Jordan magic, you know, like that it's like only his career has, you know. Well they are rumors of the space jam too, LeBron. Yeah, I just think that like we'll that's what Bernie's saying. Like at that point, I hope it's great, but it's definitely going to follow. Yeah, what came before it, and you're there's referencing a there's a model that you're sticking to some things you have to do or you can't do, and that's what he's saying about like those Mars Blackman commercials and a lot of Jordan's marketing. What were they referencing? Nothing, you know, at least to my knowledge. That seems yeah. seems like it comes out of thin air for sure. Athletes, I just don't. I don't think I've ever seen. Yeah. You know? They're they're banking on the power of like his presence and charisma over like an audience. Yeah. You know, that's it. Um one more thing before before we end. So I know we're talking about top three Jordan moments and 
not sure when this is going live, but basically that's going to be the premise of how we are releasing the shoes. So on Instagram, you will be posting your top three Jordan moments as well, because as we've mentioned here that, uh, you know, the man's career and life has been well decorated and should be continued to be celebrated because, um, to me, there's endless stories and there's ones that are, um, you know, they're life-changing, they're world-changing, and uh, I'm really looking forward to see people participate in their desires to get the Air Jordan 1 top three by sharing their top three Air Jordan moments, but I don't think we can end this podcast without talking about our top three Jordan sneakers as well, so we can kind of we can run down. Do, I, do we need to give time, or you think you I'm can not, really I'm good. I'm go for it? The top of the head. Uh, of course, Red One's the original started... Um, what he got fined for all the time, whatever the case was. Uh, then you got uh, Aqua Eights, love those things. And this last one is kind of a strange one because it's more of a recent shoe, but I really loved it. The Premium Pinnacle Snakeskin Fours. Oof, top three, hands out. Okay. Really. Okay. Those are crazy. I was actually just gonna. I feel like add... a lot of people that more time needs to pass for them to get for them to be appreciated. Yeah. Yeah. And I guess that answered my question. I wasn't sure if we were talking about just OG colorways or just anything, because that opens up a can of worms. So <laughs> that said, so that so then that said, I will say my original favorite growing up was the Black Cement Three. Um, I, although my favorite my favorite Jordan poster was the free throw dunk, and he was wearing the white ones. But then when I saw the black ones, and I I think after I got like older, like especially seeing him. He wore it during the, the All-Star game, and that's when I was like, okay, those are a little more, I don't know. I feel like growing up in the 90s, we liked black sneakers better, but um, so that was like my original favorite, and then I'll say, uh, and then I'll say Cool Gray Forest, just clean as fuck, and I'm still looking for a pair, so. I used to hate on them. Now yeah, they're just, they're so just amazing. Yeah. The quality's there, the, just that, 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 literally the Cool Gray is just, it's, it's tough. Anyone who has a size nine? DMing. Um, <laughs> and then for like personal, like nostalgic reasons, the Raptor 7s. Um, that was the first Jordan I I got to wear because my uncle bought me a pair. And I I was maybe seven, seven, eight, something like something like that. And I definitely outgrew them quickly. And I just insisted on keeping my feet in there. I'd crush my toes. And the only reason why I had to let them go is because I accidentally stepped in dog shit. And my mom, like, would not let them back into the house. And so I had to let go of them. But those, like, I feel like whenever I see any photos of me wearing them when I was, like, around that age, I'm like, you were just the fucking coolest kid ever, you know? The other thing is you can't see red and purple with black on anything. On anything. Without thinking... Th- that yeah and it's like raptors didn't even exist so it, like the team the team it's just yeah like, how actually shit now that like, i think about that like is it bait like like but oh my god you just like my mind is blown now because like who like when they were coming up with the colors for the raptors are they like there's that like yeah <laughs> do we now have to add purple oh really quick really quick to rewind the eights, the Aqua eights are the very first shoe my mom ever bought me and my brother. That's the very first Jordan. You know, it's funny. I can very so much fun. see you wearing that too. I was, I was gonna guess. But then when they yeah. re-released the Anker was back. hating on the eights. Oh my gosh. Anker uh, said he has white person Jordan taste. <laughs> <laughs> um, 
yeah, you said you have the AIDS, and we were like, dude, that was, you're crazy. And, and, sh- and shameless plug, because they are coming out pretty soon, True Blue 3s are definitely on the regimen out there. Interesting. Aqua 8s are actually, for some reason, when I think of Chase, like back in Renard's days, uh, he yeah he's I, I feel like the first time I met him he was wearing aqua eight so that's he's like embedded in my head like that. I'll do my honorable mention first, which is the white cement Jordan fours because of the do the right thing moment. That Six. Just, again, the cinematic moment of that is just it's just too good. Like I we've I don't know me personally I've had that moment either I've seen it had it happen to myself whatever on the bus like you know. Just anyone violating your sneakers needs to get, you know, smart. So, yeah. So, that moment was just iconic. Um, but my top three are, my third would be the Grape Fives. Um, similar to what Bernie said. So, like, to me, that was like, what? They put purple on a shoe. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, but in, like, really complimentary. Color. I think that was even better, honestly. Same. It's like, if I see purple and teal together, I think that... And I just, it's like, I don't know where it came from other than maybe the 90s color trends going on, you know, but they just nailed that. And uh, definitely one of the first retros I went really crazy for. Um, Number two would be the Jordan 1 Black Blue. Um, Royals? Yeah, the Royals. Just, I mean, I I just like that there's... There is some sort of deviation from his black red, yeah. you know, like right away. They're like, it's so good, we can even put this color on it, and you don't have to like, it doesn't have to tie back to him as, like, you're a Bulls fan, especially since, like I said, I was a hater, and I was just like, that that shoe's insane, you know. To this day, still holds up as one of the best ever. Um, but the one that got me really into Jordan shoes, and the first I ever got. Is the blacks uh, black red Jordan fours? So, try not to call them breads for whatever reason. Yeah, <laughs> That's yeah, because I don't. Yeah, I, I don't associate I never bread. It when I was yeah, younger, I never so. associate bread with that. But to me, it, it's like I still point to the four for its design as one of the most iconic, groundbreaking designs. And the way the black red with the the wings with the net, um, the shape that like back heel panel. I I I I don't even know all the inspiration of it but it looks it just looks like a mean shoe like like that guy's there to do some yeah things to you and like i said he did tons of disrespecting throughout his career that i think is in line so i think that the design really speaks to personality there i think the gray on that is so essential like you you need it it is i i should have pointed that out because that's kind of why i don't say black red yeah because it limits it yeah the gray is so the gray is essential and in a lot of his shoes yeah you know but Particularly that, it's it's a game changer. Jordan Four in general has climbed up the chart. The three was definitely there for a while, but I think wearing on a on like a wearability, or just even how it looks, I, I think Jordan Fours look better with any type of pant, especially like you know ten whatever whatever x x amount of years ago. Once joggers came into place, I felt that I could wear fours better. That's with, that's with me too, but to me the three because like, how do you come up with elephant cement print? Like that is that's true. That like when people re- really made sense that that was on that shoe back in the day and retro was getting big. Like that just drove the world insane. Like everyone just wanted elephant as or cement. I don't know why it goes back and forth. So I don't even know the answer <laughs> to this day. But it's like you wanted that on everything. Right. 
you know, and hopefully um, there's um, a... Unfortunately, it started to become on everything, yeah. and then, like... That's what I was like, hopefully we go through, like, a starvation period where we all want it again, but... Yeah. Um, that is just... I, I definitely don't remember any sneakers during that time having... Yeah, no. Having, like, a, I don't know, exotic print like that. Hopefully you guys... Uh, can relate to uh, our our Jordan memories, and we'll we'll be scanning through the comments to see uh, if you guys think the same as far as our memories. If you don't, you ain't a real fan. <laughs> yeah. You don't deserve the shoes. <laughs> um, but uh, if anything, uh, you know, be on the lookout for for further podcasts. For any questions and comments, you can always hit us up at extra butter quality control at gmail.com and uh, we'll you'll hear from us soon. Stay smooth. Peace.